Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia movement that inspires call 800-334-KIA for details always drive safely sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only quantities are limited must take delivery by 7824 this is the ben and ashley i almost famous podcast with iHeartRadio. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. It is I, Ashley I. <laughs> Why did I say that like that? I don't know. How many times have you said that? <laughs> I've never said it in like the six years we've done this podcast. And that is Peter Weber, y'all. We have him on the podcast today because he is, well, star of the traders. And we're going to do a whole episode about his experience there. So stay tuned for that. But until then, we are going to go over headlines. Now, I know, Peter, that you're not fully caught up with this season yet. But have you spoken to Joey whatsoever? I haven't spoken to Joey, uh, just exchanging a couple of texts back and forth since his experience ended. Um, but I got to know him a little bit before he left for film and he was out in New York for, uh, for a couple of days, um, over like the whole U S open. So obviously that's whole his, his little niche with, uh, with the tennis thing. So yeah. got to know him, went out, you know, and, uh, had a couple of drinks. Awesome dude. I totally get why they picked him to, to be the bachelor. I'm, again, I haven't been able to catch up on the season up to this point, but you know, have, all the faith in the world that he's going to kill it. And, and I hope it works out for him. He has been such a good bachelor. We're so excited every week. He's just shining. Um, but of course, our first headline is because he always has to come with the controversial headline making statement. Nick Vial, <laughs> our friend Nick Vial says yes. he thinks that Joey is being too much of a people pleaser and he's taking the huh. easy way out of things. Now, you actually told me on the other episode that we recorded that you thought of yourself as a people pleaser on The Bachelor. How yeah. so? Okay, so interesting remarks from Nick. Um, obviously, yeah, I can't speak on it specifically with Joey, but I get it. If that's what Joey's going through right now, or if that's how he's deciding to handle the show right now, I totally get it. I hope that he pulls out of that um, and doesn't necessarily feel like he has to continue that route the, the entire time just because it will get exponentially harder if he continues to do that. I wish, looking back on my experience, I just, I wish I would have been a lot more selfish. I wish I would have been, um, you know, I remember thinking when anyone showed up, you know, when I met, you know, all these 30, 30 plus women, I was going to give each one of them my everything. And mm -hmm. even if like in the beginning, I didn't feel like a certain like hard, hard connection with them because of everything they had sacrificed to be there and the time they had taken out, I've just felt like I owed it to them to really kind of still do a little bit of a dive there and, and just be a hundred, hundred percent confident that, yeah, there isn't anything here. Um, that wears on you. It's when you're, when okay. you're, when you're doing a show for two months, you, mm -hmm. you're doing that people pleasing, you know, persona act. I get it. Cause it's, you don't want to hurt people. You don't, you're thinking of everything you're thinking of, okay, how is the public going to react to this? Like just, just pure respect for human beings like you can't you don't want to be a dick to anybody and not i'm not ever i'm not you know advocating for any bachelor in, in the future to, to be addicted to you know the women on the season but what i am saying is you got to put yourself first and make decisions in the moment that are purely for you it's you, you took on that role to be the bachelor to go hopefully find a wife with that are going to come a hell of a lot of uncomfortable conversations a hell of a lot of uncomfortable moments awkward moments just embrace it and know it. You're not going to, you're not going to have, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what way you play the show. You're not going to have everyone uh, love you. You're not going to have everyone agree with your choices. That doesn't matter. If you're going on there to find a wife, go on there with that intention and let the cards fall as they may, but you got to put yourself first in every aspect is truly my, my opinion. 
Peter, it's like you read the article without reading the article, because the whole thing is about Nick saying that he hasn't eliminated anybody outside of a rose ceremony, the two on one not included. And he said this before this past week's episode where he did eliminate Jess at a group date because beforehand he was like, he's playing too much by the rules. It's it's way easier to let somebody go at a rose ceremony than say during a group date or during a one on one like, hey, I'm actually not feeling it time for you to get out of here i wonder what nick would say now that he did in like week five episode six eliminate somebody during a group date so maybe he doesn't feel the same way anymore but he said to me that's just joey the people pleaser kind of wanting to be nice he comes across as super nice it very much does but it's less authentic it's the easy way out i don't know that it's less authentic i think as you were saying it's maybe just harder on you in the long run yeah, it makes it a hell of a lot harder. Um, again, it, it, you you play. It's like you play so many roles as the bachelor. Like you have so many hats on. And again, everyone's focus is to find someone. But I I can see. I can kind of see. I guess maybe just the limited time I met Joey. Joey really does seem just like a good, good nature really person. So sweet. Yeah. Like there's zero. There's zero dick in him. Like dick about him, right? Like he yeah. is not a bad person at all. Just good, good intentions. And that kind of personality, it, it can be tough in this environment to make it through two months of, again, that kind of pressure cooker and that The Bachelor is. Um, it's tough, but it's funny. I saw what I did see was his finale. They kind of like had a similar opening. So I remember from my season with like the mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. being the first thing that they showed. And I like it kind of brought me back. It's a catchy way to get you in. <laughs> It works. It works yeah. for sure. But I'm just like, oh, God, I just pray that he was not going through similar stuff of what I was going through. And um, maybe they're trying to edit it that way. But yeah, because that just that that was tough. But um, yeah, I see some similarities for sure between between Joe and myself. Some like a switcheroo type thought. I'm, I'm, or Who would do that? What? I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why would yeah, you ever do that? What a horrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. You're not alone. We all know you're not alone. You probably did it in the most mild way, actually. Okay. Yeah. So another headline of Nick's. Um, so Caitlin Bristow, she posted some... Well, she actually had a conversation on her podcast okay. with Stassi Schroeder a couple weeks ago. And she was saying that like at the end of a relationship, we don't know what relationship it was. It could have been a decade ago. But she said she was like so out of touch with herself sexually that she felt like asexual. And this made oh. huge headlines. And Ben and I were like, is it really? Or is she just like, not feeling the guy anymore, right? And uh, eventually, Caitlin learned that she just wasn't feeling the guy anymore. But here's the headline for this week that is kind of juicy. So Jason posted a picture on Instagram, and it was really just because you know he was a good, it was a good picture of him. He was shirtless, looking great, really tan. I've always loved. I respect the hell out of Jason. Like I always oh, felt yeah. like I was like the least. I was probably the least in shape bachelor that's ever been on the show. Like I just I never had like the sculpt. You could talk to Ben because he would say the exact same thing about himself. You guys both okay. look great. Maybe you didn't have six packs, but like you still look great. The definition wasn't quite there, but I love like Jason. It, you, you see the guy and he does it so modestly. Like guys shredded like a, a Spartan God. And you just, you almost forget about it. I just, I, I respect that, you know? Cause he doesn't like really show it off a lot. He doesn't like flaunt yeah. that. Cause like he kind of flaunts his brain more and his business savvy totally. and just being totally. like a stand up guy. 
So anyway, yep. he captions the the photo little summer throwback on this cold winter Wednesday. A changing of seasons can't come soon enough. <laughs> you know, he wanted to post a hot pic of himself. All good. And then yeah. he um and then Nick writes underneath it nothing asexual about this. Oh god. And then Caitlin Stoke retaliates by saying like on Instagram Good morning or like hello Hawaii to everybody except those who use like use my words for clicks. I'm I'm oh I'm uh, oh no, aloha to everyone except for people who make fun of my sexuality for likes. Having a libido expert on my pod soon. Okay. All right. What's your take? Sassiness? Um so wait, so let me follow this. So what? So Caitlin It's really between Caitlin and Nick now. It's Caitlin. So it had nothing to do with Caitlin and Stassi. Stassi was saying she was just over the relationship and like sexually had kind of like fizzled out. Well, no, it was Caitlin who was saying that there was like should she? Oh, Caitlin she herself felt asexual. Oh, she was just talking. Just, it was just talking. Stassi's not a part of the equation. Okay, uh, you know what's like? It, <laughs> this is not the best thing to admit, but I really haven't ever been in a long enough relationship, and maybe it's just not possible for me. Like I think I, you know, I. I'm a passionate person, as I would put it, right? Like I have never gotten to a point in a relationship where I've kind of like lost that desire for, not that you lose a desire for a partner, but where it kind of like really settles down and it's not yeah. as powerful maybe as it as it once was. So Kate, again, so just so I follow, Caitlin is acting like she had lost it with Jason before the end of the relationship. We don't know where it was Jason. Don't put any words in her mouth. Oh, it we don't know Jason. anyone, but Nick okay. is all of a sudden like making it seem like it was directed towards Jason towards Jason. I just don't get the I've never been the kind of like the low blow type person. I, wh why do you yeah. like at that the relationship? I don't know how long they've been broken up now for, but six just I'm all about six months. That's it. Yeah. OK, I don't know. I've always been someone you try to move on. Like I, I would personally never. Listen, I think Caitlin's <laughs> probably benefiting from some clicks as well by coming out and she knows what she's doing. So I think it's all kind of like strategic in a way. I don't think uh, one person or one side is only to blame, but I don't know. Well, That's not my take. It's just, My take is Nick and Caitlin, even though they have been very cordial with each other in the past, they still got to throw fire at each other eight years after that season. They just can't let it go, huh? <laughs> but really, it's... Nick was the instigator here, for sure, for sure. Uh, in another Nick headline, we'll just breeze right over this one. He is doing a new show with Patty Stanger, a matchmaking series on I the CW. Yeah. Oh, so I got to pick his brain about how this is going to go, because I was on Patty Stanger's like celebrity millionaire matchmaker, and it was quite the experience. I will say it was not a positive one, so I can't wait to hear. When, when did you do that? years ago it was before my second season of paradise gotcha so i've been on two shows yeah what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet that's why pampers swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100 percent leak proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. 
The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Let's throw out two headlines of our own right now. I just announced today on Amazon Live that our second child, who is due in July, is a boy. And that means we'll be having two, we'll have two boys. And we are overwhelmed with the thought. But I know that you and your brother, you know, you're the two boys uh, for your mom. Yeah. yeah. What advice, I, I, what I want to know is how, is how can I make these brothers as close as possible? Because you're really tight with your brother, right? extremely close yeah yes and i love that and i want that like do you guys talk on the phone regularly like multiple times a week oh yeah yeah for sure good that's what i want we well first off congrats that's awesome news uh super super happy for you guys maybe you'll have some patriots players in the making and make jared very happy dawson has quite the arm i'm not just saying that because i'm his mom it's impressive Okay, get them started young. um no that's that's super exciting did you guys do a reveal like a special baby reveal well, we got the text from my midwife, like, I have the gender, like, do you want it? And we were in Disney World, and my sister was there, and she's like, let's just do something, because the first time we didn't, I didn't want yeah. any sort of gender reveal. So this time, we literally just had the the um, hotel make cupcakes, and they're, you know, we've been into it. It's classic. You're on, you're on Space Mountain. We're having a boy. Let's go. <laughs> second boy. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to do something at, like, the castle, but then it was logistically to do that yeah no i i yeah i appreciate those words i've been extremely close to my brother is you know one of my most treasured relationships that i have um in life we just we grew up literally just doing everything together and you know from a very early age we were just we i think my mom kind of just got lucky with us too but we just got along well we were we were best friends um it was almost to the point where <laughs> my brother would sometimes get annoyed because I'd always want to hang out with him and his friends. And then he sometimes thought that I was stealing his friends and would like try to get some space. My sister and I always shared friends. Like all our best friends were together. Okay. Yeah. I think my brother would say different. He would say that I like was taking his friends away, but I just, <laughs> I just enjoyed hanging out with him and his friends. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, we literally had that dynamic though, all the way through. Like I'm, probably later than most people. Like I lived at home until I was 29, right? So not mm-hmm. saying that, you know, you guys are going to have them at home until you're 29, but it was just, um, yeah, a really just organic, just great relationship. Like I said, we were just always, always together. Um, you know, my dad, he would be gone a lot on trips uh, for work. And so it was my mom and the two of us and my grandmother when she lived with us. And um, we never felt like true, like we never felt like there was ever any favorites. Like we'd always, you know, Hassler mom like you know i'm your favorite i'm like it was never any of that like it was just equal love shown both ways um a lot of just great family trips uh growing up like my parents did a really good job of like just making really cool core memories um especially like in the in the whole flying theme with you know airplanes and, and the whole career aspect um I, I i actually just wrote an article for um 
ALPA, Airline Pilots Association. They had a, they're doing a little segment on family and aviation and, and why that means so much to my family. And it was really cool just to go back down memory lane and just write about a lot of stories of my brother and I as little kids, you know, going on trips with my dad or going in the cockpit and, um, you know, just having really cool. It's really cool that my brother and I, we both followed in the same footsteps of my dad, right? So we're both pilots. And so we, you know, try to find similar passions to just promote with them growing up and, um, yeah, you're going to see, I think that, I mean, you know, this every, every sibling has their strengths and their, and their weaknesses. And it was kind of cool for my brother and I, like we always helped each other in each other's weaknesses and all the way up until like, like I literally was the reason that my brother got into UCLA. Like I wrote his, his college, like admission letter. Cause he, he my brother's always it. been pretty sure I did the same with my sister. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. So you get it. It's, I've been the better writer, but she More creative. has plenty of other strengths. Yeah. No, my brother kicked my ass. Like he applied mathematics major at UCLA and I've always been more creative and English side mm -hmm. and all that. And so like, he'd help me out with stuff, you know, being younger than me in high school and this guy, you know, this kid was helping me with math problems and all that. So, um, yeah, I don't, I'm excited. It, the, the bond between, between two really, really close brothers is again, I'm sure it's very similar with sisters, but it's just, it's one of the most beautiful gifts in life that I have ever been able to receive and I cherish it so much. And I really hope that you guys experience that with your sons. Well, thank you. Yeah. Not to stereotype, but I do feel like I kind of wanted maybe like two of the same sex just because that in my experience seems to be like the closer bonds, the sibling bonds. Sure. Yeah, I get that. I think it'd be cool too to have, um, I've always thought it'd be awesome to have twins. I'm like, I'm a twins guy. See, I would be a twins person if it was the first, then I would be like, okay, I'm done. I never have to be pregnant yeah. again. That would be awesome. But if you have twins on the second, then that would be like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's a lot. And what's what's your age gap between the two of you? We're at three and a half years, which okay. I, I think is a great, great yeah. gap. There'll be two and a half years. I'm two and a half years. That's but that like span is it's a good one. All right. Well, nice. then I'm going to make you have a headline now. This Ellie Smith girl on your Instagram, who you are part <laughs> of her new music video, girlfriend yeah. or just a friend? No, Ellie was uh, single, put it out there. Okay. Um, okay not, not a girlfriend. Ellie was my very first friend in New York City when I moved Aww. to New York. Um, she, uh, her mom and I, or her mom and my mom, they grew up together. And so I was connected with her because I didn't know anybody moving out to New York. So she was my very first friend. I remember uh, Dustin had been out visiting and Ellie, we were all out getting drinks. We'd come back. I, we're hanging out in my apartment, just having some drinks. There's no furniture in the apartment. Just like she's an incredibly talented singer. Just mm -hmm. wait till you guys hear this music video. I'm really, really stoked for her because she's coming out with her first album. She's you know done Broadway. She's done a ton of stuff, but just oh, cool. one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. Um, so yeah, first friend in New York. We stayed very close and she asked me to be in her music video with her. And I was like, never done a music video. Let's do it. And it's a romantic music video. That's why people are buzzing on Instagram when you release the pictures. It it is romantic. It's it's actually there's a twist in the song. It's it's okay. kind of it's about a it's the whole song. I think she said she wrote it in like forty five minutes, but it was it inspired by a breakup. And so okay. it's showing all the good stuff and the good parts of the relationship. But then there's twists in there, and ultimately ends. You know, it's kind of on empowering her and all the strength that she feels moving on from that relationship and the love that she has for herself. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun to film. It was very fun to film. Nice. And look, look at you up, you know, musical. You were also 
on stage at the uh was it was it the beautiful was it beautiful a, a beautiful noise uh the neil diamond musical yeah the, you guys yeah, haven't seen exactly. it no i haven't yeah. seen it my mom loves neil diamond so eventually we'll have to go see it and i'm a big broadway girl i'm seeing sweetie todd yeah. next week and i'm so in new excited York? yes oh with um sutton foster sutton foster yes that's gonna be incredible I know. I'm so excited. So, all right. Well, we have time for one more headline. And Peter, okay. I got to I got to know your take on this. Jesse Palmer is changing yeah. up the Bachelor lingo to over 20 years in. So this week, not only it was it was actually the week. It was like a a week and a half ago. Instead of saying take a moment and say your goodbyes, he said take as much time as you need. And when you're ready, say your goodbyes. Now, his oh, explanation shit. for this was that he was looking at Edwina and Allison, knowing that they were the girls leaving. And he just said that there was so much tension and emotion on their faces that he wanted to offer them the courtesy to take as much time as they needed. I like that. I Wait. I have no problems with that. I, I actually, I think I saw an excerpt of that. Was he doing like a funny thing in the pool where he was going over different lines? He did another one. That's another part of this article. It says oh, okay. that he also said, why do we even say this is the final rose tonight? Because it's so obvious like no there's just <laughs> one rose left on the table. So is that the next line he's going to ask? Look at, uh, I like this. I, I am about this. Jesse taking, you know, he's now been the host for a couple seasons. So he feels like he has the the seniority now and the, the experience as a host to, you know, give his own personal take. I, I think that only helps the show. I hope he continues to kind of do stuff and maybe it almost, you know, inspires the show itself, whether it's, you know, in production type themes or a way they film the show to, to switch it up. I don't, I don't think changes, you know, is, is bad. Obviously it's always going to follow the same format of what the show has always been, but yeah, I'm all about kind of personalizing it a little bit. And, um, I've been, I've been a Jesse fan ever since he, he became the host. I think he's, he's been, he was, probably the perfect choice in that moment when you had to make a, you know, a quick decision. So, um, yeah, I support that. Those lines truly were Harrison's lines. If Harrison changed them up, then we'd all be like, oh, where's our familiarity. But with Jesse yeah. changing him up, it's like, okay, well you weren't the person that quote came up with it. So it's not his, as yeah. big of a deal. All right. Well, thank you so much, Peter, for joining us. This was really fun. And we are going to do a whole other episode with you. And it's all about your experience on the traders. So the traders. stay tuned for that. He's a big hit on the show, y'all. <laughs> Until that time, I've been Ashley. I've been Peter. See ya. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. Was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 